When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Lainey, and I'm Laura and we are Steel Magnolias, two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Hello, Lainey. Hi, Laura it is a holiday week. Happy Memorial Day week to you. Yes. Many people had a shortened work week this week, probably. Maybe they got away for a long weekend. Who knows? I know. I was in a lot of traffic in Nashville on Friday. So oh, yeah. It looked I like bet. a lot of people were going both directions. I bet. Well, we are festively sitting here with a little concoction. Tell us about this. Well, it's stinking hot <laughs> out there, y'all. So, I... Had to go with something really cold. Yes. And so we are having spiked watermelon. All right. And it's literally like watermelon puree with some vodka in it. Yes. Um, And it's nice and cold. Yes. I saw someone on our Instagram that was mentioning that they were going to be poolside with some spiked watermelon. Is that right? Okay. When I was thinking about that, when they mentioned it, I wondered, do most people like cube their watermelon, soak it in vodka and eat it like that? Or do you think most people would puree it? Um, I think you can do either, Either. but I've seen both. And I actually was reading an article in a magazine this weekend, I don't even remember which magazine it was, that was talking about pacing yourself if you were at something that was... Yes. Hot and you're having alcohol, like the importance of pacing yourself. And it was... It had that, yeah. where you could have the cubes yeah. of watermelon that had a little bit of alcohol in yes. it as, you know, just an... That must have been Southern Living, because I read okay. that this week, too. Okay. Yeah, and I don't have Garden and Gun like you do. And those were the two I was looking at yeah. this weekend, so... Well, if you're not on our Facebook page, we actually showed the contraption that Lainey um, punctured her watermelon with in order to extract the juice. It was a bed, bath and not that you need to have that to spike watermelon, Oh, but to have it, have the look in the watermelon, you would need something like that. And it didn't work that great. So, so the idea is to make the watermelon itself look like the drink dispenser. Exactly. This has the spout coming out of it. Yeah. It looks cute, cool. but it didn't work great. So I don't know if my puree is not fine enough. Yeah. Or if that thing just doesn't work that great. But yeah. I can't plug it. Sorry. It tastes good. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I can't plug said product. Hashtag not a plug. Um, good attempt, but yes. and it looks a bit of again, a fail. It but it's cute. <laughs> but when it comes to functionality, um, probably a D on that. I'd say so. Yes. Well, I'm sitting here in a dress that I purchased a long time ago. We're talking Southern fashion. Do you remember where I got this dress from? I didn't know if you would or not. Was it unclaimed baggage? Unclaimed baggage. I just had said, you look so pretty today. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to episode number six, 
on the podcast where we talked about the unclaimed baggage store in Alabama. You need to go back and listen to that. That dress is adorable. I thought of it today when I got dressed. You never know what you're going to find. I know. It's massive and an adventure waiting to happen. Do you remember I found one of those Miracle Suit bathing suits with the tag on it? I mean, they're over $100. I mean, well, almost every bathing suit's over $100 now. It was really an expensive bathing suit that still had the tag on it. So... It never made it to somebody's vacation, and I was certainly grateful. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I know. I always feel a little guilty that I'm wearing someone else's dress, but I'm like, they hopefully a, got I put, paid for it. I didn't just right. take it. That's right. But B, they did not claim it within the time period. Anyway, go back and listen to episode six if you want to hear more on. You never know what you're going to find. Unclaimed baggage. baggage. Okay, well, today we're talking Southern fashion and jewelry. This yes. is actually a listener-requested topic. And so, um, yeah, we're going to just... That's going to be fun. And men and women is what I was yep. planning on talking. I, t- so. I took some notes down to, to discuss both the, the... For our dudes. The gentlemen and the ladies. Or people that shop for their That's man. true. But ladies first. Let's start with the ladies Tell me, just do you have just like some adjectives that come to mind when you think of Southern fashion for women? I just think it's funny because what I said about this drink that we're having, it's hot yeah. <laughs> in the South. So yeah. I think that shapes a lot of our fashion. That's a good point. Don't you yes. think? The fabrics, yes. it has a lot to do with. So when I think female fashion in the South, yeah, I think sundresses, yep. gingham. Yeah. I had gingham down. I also had plaids down. Okay. Which is going to be more fall, winter, but well, no, that's not true. Well, um, I don't want to say too much. Like, we'll just take things one at a time and chat on it. But yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the kinds of things I think of. Okay. Um, yeah. Material-wise, like you were saying, um, in this time of year, you're going to see a ton of linen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of that. Eyelet, eyelet. I have eyelet lace. written down. Yes. Yeah, in term, like you were saying, sundresses. But even, even in that category, like an eyelet dress, yeah, or is very southern mm-hmm. to me. Usually, those usually, I guess, would be a solid color. I see a yes. lot of whites. Yes, Jay Jill has a real pretty some eyelet uh, white tops right now. Yeah, yeah. So very preppy. Preppy would preppy be, is a word I wrote down. I don't know if that was big everywhere, you know, in fashion, but that's still big. And I think that's our English and Scottish influence, probably. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, that that I don't know preparatory sort of look. I feel like well, and even I think of, I think of golf courses and boating too. When I think of that, like, yeah. and and we do have that a yeah. lot in the south. So even with dresses. Um, which I guess most sundresses are this, but I would say tailored also. Like a yes. tailored dress yes. is very southern to me. And that's one thing I wanted to mention about men's clothes that I love. Yes. Is when a man's shirt fits right. Yeah. <laughs> I like tailored clothes. Yes. So if a man has a shirt on that's a tailored shirt, that yeah. is not nice Which of course to me. are more expensive. But what I have found is the pieces that I went ahead and paid more for, you wear I'm still more. wearing mm-hmm. 15 years later. Right. Like, hold up. That was worth the extra... Whatever. Double amount or whatever, triple yeah. amount even, that I would have, you know, On that a, I wanted to pay. Something trendy that you wore for three. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If that. So, I think 
for me, Banana Republic does that very well. Now that's not a Southern yeah. chain, but yeah. I think that they do a lot of tailored look, tailored clothing. Clothes. Well, and then you turned me on to a catalog that's British uh-huh. called Bowden, B-O-D-E-N. Yeah. I think they do things. some great tailored clothing. Um, actually I say tailored, I don't know if it's tailored or if it just fits well. Yeah. Like there is kind More of a difference there. I think Charter Club does tailored well. Uh-huh. Um, well, there's other things that come to my mind with men's clothes. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah. So, um, like one other. Brooks I, Brothers has men and women's <sighs> clothes. I mean, they're expensive. Well, very it's beautiful. funny you mentioned that. I just got a compliment on a blouse that is a Brooks Brothers blouse last weekend that I wore to church and I was thinking back and I was like, I think this is 12 years old. And nobody could tell. I paid probably double the amount that I wanted to or that I thought I should Mm -hmm. be spending on a blouse at the time. But 12 years later, some years later, still styling and still in great shape. Yeah. So, um, I like their stuff. Yeah. So, and one thing I wanted to mention that I thought was interesting when I think about, Southern fashion, like two things came in my mind that I just wanted to mention too. Yeah, I think people nationwide would go overalls. That's well, that true. was a farming thing. That's and true. I don't see people in overalls. Yeah. Do you? I mean, you might. Okay, that's kind of funny you said that because you did yesterday. Just yesterday. I saw, but he was an older man. He was a farmer. Uh huh. But it was so precious. It's precious, and it's very practical for them to. You know, have on something hardy like that. Yeah. And it also got me thinking, is it a nationwide thing or just a Southern thing? The Carhartt clothes that a lot of men love because uh-huh. they're hardy. Yeah. You know, for people who are, you know, in different kinds of jobs where they need. like They just need that tough material yeah. to, for protection. And our dad loves it for, yeah. like, he used to ride a motorcycle and stuff. Yeah. So and Carhartt was yeah. great. Yeah. For, you know, that kind of thing. That would probably go up north But I would well. think that would be would probably everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, being in Nashville, everyone at least used to think we were just, not just overalls here, but cowboy boots. Yeah. And to some extent, I think cowboy boots are I think that's even more Texas. But I would say what you could do is just say boots in general. Yes. Could be a Southern fashion piece. Like a good pair of boots, whether they be cowboy style or... A more riding, riding style. I think there's a lot of, I was going to mention, I think there's a lot of equestrian influence yeah. in some clothing too, not just in the South. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that look. You passed on some cowboy boots that to I me loved. that were, um, guess. guess. I still love pulling those out every once yeah. in a while. Just some, um, just above the ankle brown, brown cowboy pretty, boots. Yeah. I loved those. And I got those when I worked at Lord and Taylor. Like that was kind of a, Fun splurge, splurge sure. purchase, but and the other thing that I think people think of with um, like the stereotypical South is um, look at that girl with the Daisy Dukes on. Oh my gosh! So Catherine Bach is Daisy Duke with her red short shorts tied up, tied up flannel shirt, shirt or in her plaid shirt, um, short short shorts. So but short shorts then, then are just basic shorts now. Right? I mean, that length yes. is ridiculous, but that's kind that's of what, what I most see in people see now. I mean, most people seem to wear now. So, yeah, that is, I think, just a stereotypical thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Well, let's talk about Texas for a second because Texas is southern. It's its own beast, but it is. It gets its own chat time here, at least for the southern fashion segment. So, do you remember us going to a funeral in Texas, and there were many cowboy hats and huge belt buckles? I forgot about that. Like I was floored how yeah. manly, yes, and big those statements were. And that funeral was in forty. No. Yes, but, well, I was thinking July or August. I was oh. trying to remember what month it was. Uh, no, August. it was later than August, yeah. September. Yeah. It was September. It was September. It was September. I'm sorry, I forgot that. It was September, and it was hot. Yes, it was so hot. And they were, you know, in Sporting their it all. jeans and big belt buckles. And well, I've never argued with the statement that everything's bigger in Texas, because it's true. It's, it's true. absolutely true. I think... Um, and speaking of bigger, <laughs> bigger fashion, like bigger accessory statements, mm-hmm. like the belt buckle mm-hmm. also translates to the ladies as well. Mm-hmm. Bigger bling. Yeah. Though Alabama does big bling too. The women. True. A lot. Yeah. Well, not all of them. But. Um, or just more. Maybe yeah. not even bigger in size per piece, but I just imagine more a lot of statement jewelry happening. happenings. And I'm, I'm. I want to make the point that a lot of it looks very beautiful. Like, it can look very tasteful, even if it's a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of beautiful, beautifully dressed Texas women. Yeah. Sue, that I used to work with, used to do Texas fashion wonderfully. She always had lots of layers and lots of textures. And she had such great hair, too. So she always had different elements going on in that regard. Suede was Mm -hmm. always a part of her outfit and so or leather or suede and leather like she would put those things together she would um she had a lot of denim you know she had a denim jacket she would work but layering kinds of but always layered yeah Yeah. i mean unless it was like you can get so creative deep summer um yeah I, i don't know what else i would say about texas except they just have their own fashion yeah and uh, don't mess with Texas. It is bigger. They got their thing, and they've mastered it. So yeah. What about monograms? Got to mention oh, monograms. Lord, yes. So Mon- that's huge in the South. Yeah, but not in my closet or house. Well, partially for a funny reason. So so oh. <laughs> monograms are typically your first name letter. Then your last name letter, yes, a little bit larger than your middle name yeah. letter. Which feels out of order, order but right. that's how you do it. That's how it's, you do it. Yeah. Or your um, first name letter, married name letter, maiden name letter. Yes. That's typically, typically how you would see it. Yeah. So my monogram is LSD. Yeah. Awkward. Not ideal. Yeah. Mom didn't think of that monogramming yeah. thing yeah. when she named me. Yeah. But so I'm, I've never never been big on yeah. monograms. Yeah. But Lainey Deanne doesn't work as a monogram. Not until now. I get married. Not yeah. until you. Yeah. Well, what made me think of monograms immediately after um, mentioning Texas in my notes was that I have a monogrammed clutch purse okay. that's leather that I got as a wedding gift from my Texan friend. Love it. And that's the only thing I have monogrammed, but okay. I love it. Um we didn't really go into... So she did L-P-S. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we didn't plan today to talk about, like, children's fashion. But 
since on monograms, oh, children we could go into some children's things. Everything monogrammed here. Every bonnet, every jumper, every romper, bedding, every um, what are the blue bloomers? Oh yeah, you know, right on Anything the bottom. Anything can be monogrammed. And he, one one thing I'm not a huge fan of is the really large bows on little girls. <laughs> Like, a little headband's cute, but I'm talking, like, when it's a really big thing, it's distracting. Yeah. But. Okay, so what else? Um, One thing I, well, you go ahead. You got something. Well, I just, we've already mentioned gingham, linen, eyelet, monograms, sundresses, cowboy boots. Another thing I wrote down was, um, this came out of uh, Palm Beach, Florida, which I don't think of as a southern style, but the Lily Pul- Pulitzer, Pulitzer kind yep. of dresses with the bright colors Colorful. and the floral yes, I patterns. I think those that seems very southern Absolutely. to me. It's like quintessential beach wear. Yeah. So, at some point, most southern families have done a beach photo in something Lily Pulitzer. (laughs) And I didn't write this down, but often in the same kinds of stores, they'll have that Vineyard Vines, which is t-shirt kind of stuff. I didn't write that down. Well, now, so that's Martha's Vineyard, but it's really embraced in the South. Yeah. Heavily. Those t-shirty, cute, cutesy t-shirt things. I had down Southern Marsh and Southern Southern Tide. Both of those are also... Um, brands that are colorful pastels, kind of coastal looking, very coastal. Yeah, look great with some khaki shorts, especially on men. Like it's just yeah, yeah. great casual wear for sure. Are we getting into men yet? Well, or? one other thing I was going to well, two other things before we move on to the men. For some reason, maybe it's a movie or multiple movies that have lent this thinking. A crisp white shirt. Yes. Boyfriend like shirt, I call pressed it. Pressed shirt. Mm-hmm. Kind of, um... Collar kind of up. I don't want to say yep. up. Fully popped collar, yep. but kind of up. Yep. And then, like, a silk scarf. Yes. Like, even maybe equestrian kind of yeah. scarf. That, or, for some reason, is something I think of. Yeah, I love a crisp white shirt. Like, a lot of times, Diane Lane, when she's cast in films... No, Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Keaton. Um, she she does that, that a lot. She's very fashion forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also it seems like every female winery owner or <laughs> um, bourbon distiller, like that also seems to be something within the that spirits culture. world that like owners have that, that white nice crisp shirt, shirt and a nice silk uh, scarf tied around their neck. The last thing I'll mention is... Just another ode to Still Magnolia's film. Now, Shelby had a signature color of pink Uh that she mentions in the film. I do think a lot of women have their signature color. I wondered if you have one that you consider your signature color. I do, actually. What is it? I think... I wear a lot of the teal and the green color a lot. I love that color. Yeah. Because um, it brings out your eyes. it brings out my eyes. I like that color. And I even, just as you were saying, signature, not that this is fashion, but I think I have a signature scent. Yeah, And that came up yesterday. Somebody was like, I was at the Ulta and I was trying on a perfume and I'm like, this is Laney. Oh, how funny Like she didn't knew. know what I wore, but then when she tried it on, she was like, this is Laney. So I think some people have a signature scent. That's part of fashion, isn't it? I hadn't thought about that. And it kind of goes in that. Like I yeah. know this teenager that sometimes would borrow scarves and stuff from me and she would say, oh, 
it smells like you. It's you know, so and true. I don't smell it. Right. It's just, it's kind of in my closet. Yeah. But. Yeah. You're kind of growing immune to it, That's I'm sure. Funny, yeah. It? Signature scent. Signature scent. And one sure. other thing I was going to mention again, this might be more nationwide, but a lot of preppy looking clothes. And I was thinking of the mattress plaid. What's that? Just the patchwork. Oh, plaid. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That was really big in the 80s. Yeah. But I've seen it again. Yeah. Just the madras plaid shorts, or you might yeah. see a little handbag that's madras plaid. That yeah. seems uh, to go with the that's very true. look. Of, yeah. Anyway. And then, of course, I guess I should mention Reese Witherspoon has her store, Draper she James, here in Nashville. Line. And, you know, of course, there's online options to shop there as well, which is all very Southern inspired. Yeah. Lots of eyelet, like we were mentioning earlier. Simple um, lined dresses that like are suede. shirt dresses even, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, it looks like a collared shirt, but it's a full dress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's got all kinds of quintessential And she loves looks. to um, like put y'all on things yeah. and dolly yeah. on things. Yes. What would dolly do? Would she dolly has different do? little things like that that are yeah. Yeah. There's, so that's kind of an, in a nutshell. There it is. And big hair. Oh, I big mean, hair. And sometimes sure. we don't even, we can't even help it. Like it's as humid as it's getting right now. Like our hair being so thick, like yeah. it's just, it's starting to rise up and there's a Pinterest. Um, I don't do Pinterest a lot, so I'm not super savvy with the words, but I don't know. Do you say that you follow somebody on sure. Pinterest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's called, Southern Curls and Pearls. Stop. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, even that name cracked me up because I'm like, curls are big and pearls are big. Yes, they are. We're going to get into jewelry, so I wasn't going to mention pearls, yeah, but yeah. Southern Curls and Pearls. I'm like, that's quintessential Yeah, Southern beauty. Yeah, that really is. Um, oh, and Kendra Scott is a Texan that's got jewelry yes. out now yes. that's really, really popular. And there's tons of Kendra Scott stores all over, but yeah. it's... It's big. Yeah. It's that Texas big statement jewelry. So, okay, let's talk about the guys. I think there is some great fashion for men. Yeah. That you see in the South. Like what? Um, I love the tailored shirts. Yeah. There's a company um, that I really like that does men's shirts called Leadberry. They're okay. out of Richmond, Virginia. And... Um, I just think they do men's clothing really well. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, if somebody goes on that website and they go, whoa, that's expensive. Yeah. Um, it is. I'll go ahead <laughs> and tell you that it is. And I don't have, I don't shop for men very much. And so it's, it's not like I'm buying tab. these blazers a lot. Yeah. But wow, they look good. Yeah. And they, you know, do look a little more, more tailored. The fabrics are really nice. So mm-hmm. maybe if you want to. Um, have just a few pieces in your wardrobe that mm-hmm. look really good. Check Leadberry out and see what you think. Yeah, but I really like their their things. Um, you want to go? Or yeah. You go? Well, I would say you know again preppy. I would say for the most part, um, very open to accessorize. Okay, pocket more square, more or than something, yeah, maybe. more than maybe some other pockets of the nation. So, fedora. That yeah, could, you that, do see that. That like, could be an option. Um, seersucker bow ties. 
uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses. Yeah. I wrote seersucker and linen because, again, it's hot. And yeah. that's what those fabrics are made for, to breathe. Yeah. And so you see that a lot. Yeah. Down here where it's hot. Where it's hot. Um, yeah, bow ties. I'm not necessarily always a fan of that, but you do see a lot of bow ties with those linen. Yeah. And seersucker suits because they have the fun color and it's just a little touch. Exactly. Not like a huge statement. And the other fun thing here is the influence of the SEC. Oh, yeah. And the way that you see even a man dressed formally integrate that in. So, like a bow tie with his team colors. Yes. Very acceptable. That's and, cute, yeah. You know, really cute here. So, you know, and even socks that have, like, team colors. Like, I'm. It, it's funny the way that formal... A man dressed formally can sometimes have a pop of fun has with his socks. Of, yes, that's exactly. And it. so, yeah, I was going to mention that company, Southern Socks. Yes. So they have um, different like things you can look up by state. You know where they'll have the state team. Yes. But they also have like um, horse racing themed socks yeah. and different ones, bourbon yes. themed socks. Different things like that. They so, do the y'all shirt that I mentioned okay, on yeah, the previous yeah. one that looks yeah. like Yale, That's but it's right. y'all. Yeah, I think they, they might have those socks too, but all kinds of cute things. They make, yeah, Southern socks is great. What about um, white bucks? Guys wearing white bucks. Is that like Ducky's shoes? What well, is, what? they're usually like kind of like a suede You'll know what it is when you okay. see it. Okay. But that's kind of big in the South, okay. white bucks. Okay. Um, that's that would be so something fun. you would kind of have on with like a linen suit or okay. you might see. Um, Is it shoes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do I'm you not, know what I'm talking I'm not necessarily I'm, pushing for that. I like a darker shoe but do you know what i'm talking about duckies shoes from 16 candles okay okay because those are yeah they're not quite like that but they are shaped to a his are really pointed and kind of weird yeah and these are not like that but um yeah you'll have to look at white bucks but i like a darker shoe than that yeah personally yeah and i love different than cowboy boots i love those paddock boots that are more like you know, they're still ankle high, yes. but they're more like cool leather. Yes. Maybe a Fry paddock boot or something yeah. like that. Is Fry a Texas company? I feel like they are. If they're not, they should be. I feel it like feels they like they should be, yeah. for sure. Love their leather. We need a fact checker because sometimes we, we just totally loosely throw it out. I'm like, that's probably right. I know. It's got to be we true. something up. And I don't like giving false information. So, um, another company I was going to mention just because he's legitimately nationwide uh, designer for men is Billy Reed, who's out of Florence, Alabama. And it's just funny to me because Florence is such a small town. So to think of somebody being fashion designer is very small. Yes. You know, Florence, Italy may know about Billy Ray, That's not crazy. just Florence, Alabama. So anyway, um, again, expensive stuff. But you know what that reminds me of too. I mean, not as accessible to the public because it's not how most public dress. But you know that Manuel. 
Oh yeah, that is the designer the stone. He's you know when you think of um, Porter Wagner and, and Elvis Presley. Elvis, he yeah, he he's was, dressed a lot of those with those studded jackets, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and he's still here. I mean, he's still yeah, absolutely working and living in Nashville. And do you remember when we went to a celebration of his play? Yeah, and I got some pictures of you wearing. Yeah, because I had my camera. And yeah, we taking pictures. That was fun. I mean, they're super cool, but literally, who could wear that, that except is, if you're getting on a stage. On the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about so standing out in the crowd. Yeah. And we've had some that's, Southern music artists that have set the tone for their own style. I mean, if you think of Loretta Lynn and Dolly Parton, yeah. some of our epic, you know, women singers or yeah. Elvis. That's true. And that's true. That yeah. hairstyle got popular after Elvis. Uh-huh. You know, like that was popular in his day. Yeah, I had, I really didn't even think too much about all of the influence on fashion that we get from musicians. Yeah. You know, and it makes sense if you're standing there watching an artist that you love, you may want to take on some of their fashion sense yeah. as well. And I mean, that happens in any genre or in, in, in any area. So that's funny to think about. I hadn't thought about that. But, you know, you were mentioning preppy was big, but I think you also see the flip side of that with like the more you know, rodeo crowd or people that are literally, you know, in and out of a barn. Yeah. They're going to have on, you know, maybe some rubber shoes or things that are, you know, hardy for mud or again, those Carhartt clothes or different things like that. Chaps, nudies. Nudies are the the cover things for your Oh, pants. I'm like, what? That's why that place, that honky tonk is called. That's right. Nudies. It's not, That's right. it's not anything vulgar. It's cowboy That's wear. Right. I didn't know that till recently. So I'm just passing that on Thank to you. everyone here. Um, well, anything else about the, the gents that you would say before we talk jewels? I just love a nicely dressed Southern gentleman. That's right. It's, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of that tailored wonderful linen look mm-hmm. and yeah yeah and it'll get you into places you know you just that, that, there is that rule of thumb that says dress nice you never know that's what right. opportunity might come your way so that's right i tried to teach you that didn't i yes and do you remember it's worked a few times it has we've gotten some great opportunities because you know pre- preferred seating at places yeah. or yeah that kind um, of stuff whether it should or shouldn't, it matters it sometimes. So, Well, a friend of mine here in Franklin, give a shout out to Julie Walton Garland. Her family business, Walton's Jewelry here in Franklin, is um, just a fantastic shop to both peruse for yourself or just to enjoy some of the collection that they have. And so, and it's just fun to go in there and see what they have. Yeah. Mint julep cups and artwork like they have a variety of things yeah so julie's done a great job i think in terms of making antique jewelry accessible and from a for price points Mm -hmm. and cool for a younger generation and so um anyway just you know love her and wanted her to sort of speak into what does she think of since it's this she's the third generation uh you know, manager of the, of the, the family store. business. So I asked her, like, wh- when I say Southern jewelry, jewelry, 
what are some things that come to mind? And she said, first thing that comes to mind are pearls. Every good Southern woman has a strand of pearls, usually a necklace. Mm -hmm. But pearl stud earrings seem to be a rite of passage for a lot of young women heading off to college, specifically if they're going to a Southern school. Uh Uh-huh. So um, that was her first. Oh, and we didn't get into sorority rush, but at some of these schools, Lord have mercy. The fashion. The fashion. I know. But that's a whole nother. Yeah. That's like also needed in your student loans is your <laughs> wardrobe loans for oh, rush week. Um, and then also, you know, she said, I also feel like every person that comes in the store has inherited their grandmother's cameo brooch. Yes. And that seems to be a Southern inheritance staple. Um, we've got some pictures of. Yeah, I have a friend named Kay who has many, many. Yeah. Many cameos. Well, she's just got a lot of beautiful jewelry. So I asked her, hey, will you bring maybe four or five of them in and let me just take a picture? So we'll have to put that up for some people to see. A variety of styles. Yeah. She even had way more, but I'm like, that's enough just to give me a little sampling of a few different ones. So that would be like, um, it kind of looks Victorian, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a profile of a woman or, is it always a woman? Um, I'm not sure. That's a great question. All of hers were that she brought in, and okay. I think of it as a woman. Okay. But um, that's a great question. Yeah. And I think sometimes they're even called cameos if it's like a, you know, a laurel, or it can be other things than just, I think that would still be considered a cameo if it's yeah. that, that style of jewelry. And you can pin it, or you can put it on a necklace. Yeah. Like some of them are such that you can wear it on a necklace. But anyway, yeah, that seems Southern. So that is definitely, I feel like a piece, if even if you've got it, you know, in your jewelry that you have to like even almost set out to remember to use because it can be added to, you know, various different, you know, outfits and fashions. But I feel like it's one that is easily forgotten too. So, um. Anyway, those were just some of the things you had mentioned a while back, the like add a pearl or what was it? Right. Yeah. There's a, there's the concept of an add a pearl necklace where to build to a strand by the time somebody's like 18 or yeah. something. Cause pearls are expensive. Yeah. So a full set of pearls can be pretty expensive to buy in one chunk. But if you, you know, each birthday, each Christmas, we're just buying one and adding it to the necklace as you go. Yeah. That's a little bit easier way to get to a full strand by the time the girl's going away to college or something. So that's fun. I like that because I think that that also makes it so that uh, multiple people could contribute as well. Like you wouldn't have to only be getting your, you know, add a pearl from your aunt or from a mother, you know, yeah. There could be other people that know you were building your strand. Per well, se. and and there's also that piece of like, what do you give somebody that's turning four, turning five, True. turning six? Like, do they need another toy? Do they right. need another? So you're kind of investing in something that would be nice to have later yeah. instead of yeah, that's another cool. trinket. But. That's cool. I like that. Well, um, you know, as we have mentioned before, we love to hold on to traditions and the good of the South. So I do hope some of these pieces we've talked about today stay in rotation. I don't, I don't see too many of them phasing out. In fact, the only ones 
that I would hope would phase out would be like the Daisy Duke <laughs> shorts. That can go. Yeah. Um, so I, if, if those need to, you know, slowly decline, that would be fine by me. But I think most, for the most part, don't you? Yeah. That these are, these are tried and true elements that are still. They're classic. Still fashionable. Yeah. And, and still staying in ro- rotation. So anyway, well, we hope that inspires you to um, maybe freshen sh- Freshen some things out in your wardrobe. Um, bring some of those old jewelry pieces back up but to bring the front, them out. and wear those with your um, with your finest and your Sunday best, as I always say on here. So, or even if you're thinking of a gift for Father's Day or a gift for something, maybe yeah. think like, oh, do I need to look at the old, you know, the classics? Mm-hmm. And- That's a good idea. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks again to all of you guys that have already subscribed. And if you haven't, go ahead and hit that purple subscribe button. That will allow you to get a notification every time we have a new episode that goes live. And we've got some really fun things coming up this summer. So you will not want to miss even a single week of it. That's right. And do those reviews if you don't mind. We'd love a good review from you. That helps us in this whole, um, is it analog or no? What's the word? Um, that's a good question. Um, logarithm? No. Oh boy. I don't know. We don't know. The so thing- we need you to do it because <laughs> it helps. I can't even remember the word. Algorithm. Algorithm. <laughs> What in the world is analog? Anyway. I almost said logarithm. And the fact that I'm even talking about this is hilarious. But algorithm is more than I understand. But I do know in order for people to find us, we need more reviews. That's right. So, yes. Please do that for us. Tell a friend and share it on all your socials. All right, guys. We'll see you here next time. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.